0: Generation. He gives the joy of his salvation. Please stand oh, by. God's we'll be streaming live soon. So As I watch the world. Well, praise the Lord. Guess what day this is? It is the day that God has made. Hallelujah. And we've come to rejoice and be glad in it. Because it's always a day that we can rejoice because God has created it for us today. We are in the book of Acts and we're looking at Acts chapter 15 and we're going to finish this chapter up with verses 36 through 41. So let's get into the word today and to see what God has to say to us. This is just not a story. I always say that when I'm looking at the book of Acts. It's just not a story. It's something that's going to say to us today. So, Get your hearts ready. God's going to speak. Verse 36 of chapter 15. Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of of the Lord and see how they are doing. Sounds like Paul to me. He's always wanting to go back and disciple people. Remember over in uh, chapter 14, which I did uh, on verses 21 and 22, he went about uh, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them. So he's always wanting to go back and to make sure that they are being disciples, make sure that they're strengthened, make sure they're growing in the Lord. So that's what uh, Paul is doing Visit the brethren in every city and to see how they are doing. He's not going back and say, uh, well, how are you doing today? No, he's not going to do that. He's going to help them to grow in the Lord at all times. That's his business. That's what our business is, to make sure that people that we have led to the Lord or people that need help, we're going back and to disciple them in some way, shape, or form. So, that's the ministry. Now, let's see what happens with the ministry in verse 37 and following. Now, Barnabas was determined to take with him John called Mark. Now, who is this guy John called Mark? Well, let's go to Acts chapter 12. Acts chapter 12. And uh, I get an introduction to him in verse 12. Remember when... uh, Peter was uh, put into prison, and people got together to pray, and he got out of prison. And in verse 12 of Acts 12, it says, So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together in praying. So John Mark was accustomed, I'm sure, of being in the group of people who like to pray, to be able to help people, to get them set free. Also in chapter 12, we have verse 25, which tells us a little bit more about John Mark. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry, and they also took with them John, whose surname was Mark. Paul and Barnabas, they're going to take John... See, what he is, his, his ministry as recorded in chapter 13, verse 5, is to be an assistant. And they arrived in Salamis. They preached the word of God in the synagogue of the Jews and they also had John as their assistant. So he was an assistant to, to Paul and Barnabas within the ministry. So we have that as an important aspect of, just not to be the top dog, so to speak, within the ministry. There has to be some that are going to help out within the ministry to help the ministry grow, help the ministry to further itself. Uh-oh. Uh So here we have back in uh with talking about uh chapter 15. Barnabas was determined to take with him John called Mark, but Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia, and had not gone with them to the work. Uh oh, things are happening now. That what took place? Well, we see back over and. Chapter 13, verse 13. And Paul and his party set sail from Patmos and they came to Pergamum and Panthidia, In Panthidia and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. He decided, I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm going. And that didn't sit well with Paul at all. No, it didn't. Uh, Paul insisted that they uh, should, should not take with them one who had departed from them. Uh, we're not going to take this John Mark. He left us. Remember Barnabas? He left us and he went off his way. Now, uh, he should have been with us because he's our assistant. He should have been doing the work of the ministry because uh, we're in charge of this ministry And he should have been helping us out in the work. So, uh, I'm not going to take him. So, then verse 39, then contention became so sharp that they departed from one another. Contention. What in the world is contention? Well, how about division within the ministry? How about people getting upset within the ministry? How about people getting dissatisfied or Within the ministry. How about people getting disappointed or getting at odds within the ministry? That can take place just not in a business, in secular business, but that's taking place here in the ministry of God. Why? Because you got people. (laughs) You got people. (laughs) You got people. People are operating sometimes in the flesh. And that's what was taking place here with Paul. Paul the Apostle, a great man of God who got totally turned around in his life, now is operating in the flesh. And contention begins to take place. And so they departed from one another and Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed Departed, being commended by the brothers to the grace of God. So there was division. He did. He didn't do what Paul wanted him to do. Therefore, I'm not having. It. I'm not having it. If he's not going to listen to me, I don't want him around. You understand that happening within the ministry that. God had chosen Paul to do dissatisfaction, contention, disagreement as to what needed to take place. Bitterness come up? Yes, could be. Uh, disturbance? Yes. Stripe? Yes. Anything. When you get off into the flesh, it all turns out wrong. It all turns out wrong. But, the good news out of this is, two missionary journey teams came about. See, God can take the flesh and turn it around for His profit. Had two missionary. Now you got uh, you got Paul and Silas, and you got Barnabas and John Mark. Now you got two missionary teams. It was only one. Now you got two. <laughs> I thank God that He can get past our flesh. He, he, it, God's purpose for the ministry will go forth even though we act up in the flesh. And that's what the, the sad story is with us. Why do we do that? Because I want this uh, Paul said I'm not having that. I gotta have it I gotta have him. I got this is the way I want it. This is the way I've gotta have it. And this is the way it ought to be. And say, so, well, I'm not going to have this guy. Now, Paul, though, actually changed his in his life, and that's good news, you know. When you offer in the flesh, it's good in the news that you know that he changed. Over in Second Timothy, chapter four, we have evidence of that. That. He changed Second Timothy chapter four verse eleven. Everybody there? I guess so. <laughs> Only Luke is with me. Paul writing to Timothy and saying, Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. Wow. I'm sure he now has seen something different in John Mark. Sincerity in ministry, possibly. Uh, being a value in the ministry, yes. Even though at one time he acted up in the flesh, now God has changed Paul's heart, I'm sure, to where now he sees this John Mark as a value within the ministry. Isn't that good to know that uh, God can change us? God can move within our hearts and change us from our fleshly ways into what He desires. So uh, there may be a disagreement, but God changed it. Now let's let's turn over to Philippians and and see what how much it it changed. Paul. Philippians chapter three, starting with verse eight. <laughs> oh mercy! This is where we all to come. In this particular, in this particular case, just forget about disagreements and all the stuff that's going on. Verse eight. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ, and be found in Him, having my own righteousness which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know Him, and the power of His resurrection, and the fellowship of His sufferings, being conformed to His death, if by any means I'm obtained to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained. I am already <laughs> perfected. It, it, that's what Paul, listen, I'm not perfect here. And I, 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 I know that I make mistakes, but I've, I'm trying to center in on one thing. I'm trying to press on that I may lay hold for for that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. In other words, Paul is saying, yes, there's going to be disagreements. Yes, there's going to be uh, upset within ministry. Yes, you're going to get off in the flesh. But listen, let's keep the main thing, the main thing. That's Jesus. Keep focused on Jesus. It's not what someone says or doesn't say or acts the way they don't act or not doing this, what they should do or whatever. The main thing in the ministry Paul came to, it, it's Jesus. I'm going to lay hold of what Jesus has laid hold of me. I've got to do that. I've got to focus on Jesus. Yes, there's a lot of business to be done in the ministry. And it can be tied up in the, as the ministry. But it's not the ministry. The ministry is Jesus. The ministry is Jesus. So whatever you do, don't get so wrapped up in the functioning of the business of the ministry that you lose sight of the focus of Jesus. He is the focus. He is the main And I've got to concentrate on him totally. When I do that, so yeah, there'll be disagreement. Yeah, might get upset, but it's not going to affect me in focusing on Jesus. It's not going to do that. That's that's the we are called to spread Jesus Christ. And Paul came to that. Listen. I think uh, John Mark is acceptable. Uh, God's changed me, and I believe he's important to the ministry. So let's get him back in. Let's get him back in. Now, uh, this may not be true or not, but early tradition says that John Mark was the author of the Gospel of Mark. I don't know that. I wasn't there. So uh, were you there? Uh, If you were, let me know. But that's a possibility, yeah. That's tradition, but it says that. Now, what I want to talk about the rest of the time is, so what must I do if I have contention with someone in the body of Christ? Yeah, because we're all in the body of Christ. Yes, we're all functioning. We all have a function within the body of Christ. And we need to know that. So what must I do? Let's turn over to Colossians, chapter 3, starting with verse 12. Here's what I must do if I have disagreement with someone in the body of Christ. Therefore, as the elect of God, who's that? Hey, that's me. How about you? Yeah, okay. Okay. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies. Put on tender mercies. You see, God's not saying, hey, listen, I'm going to flood you with my mercy. He didn't say that. He said, you put on tender mercies. In other words, it's my job to put it on, it's available. Now I must allow it to come into my life. What is tender mercies? Compassion. You read the Gospels, and Jesus was moved with what? Compassion. He's moved with compassion. What about to do the ministry of people who are hurting? Yes, all kinds of stuff was going on within His ranks, weren't they, (laughs) and His disciples? Yeah, they were. I mean, yeah. Um, hey, can I sit next to the seat in the menu? Uh, you know, uh, can I have this job? Can I do this? You know, uh, I think uh, I think you ought to do this. You. Whoa. His ministry was to minister to people. And he was moved with compassion. So therefore, we ought to put on tender mercies, so that we can minister to people. That's our compassion for hurting people. All right, what else would I put on? Kindness. Well, I'm always kind. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you so. I'm kind. Well, show me then. <laughs> show me. Kindness is goodness in action.
1: It's action.
0: You know, actions speak louder than words. Yes. So. I, my actions should show that I am kind to you. I don't. I shouldn't have to say it. I, it should be obvious to put on kindness. That's another thing that I've got to put on. It's almost like when you get and get up in the morning and get dressed. How many of you go out with just shoes on? I hope not. <clears throat> Well, I'm going to put a coat on anyway, well, I hope something not need that coat. Well, <laughs> so you got to put this on, and it'd be nice to be able to put this on in the morning, wouldn't it, before you go out in, into the world so I'm going to put on kindness hallelujah well what all what else do we have we had to put on uh humility Well, that leaves me out. <laughs> It's a humble attitude of unselfish concern for the welfare of others. In other words, I'm putting others first, over and above me. The welfare of someone else is more important than me. Me comes last. I'm putting someone else first today. I'm going to make sure that they are benefited today. I'm going to make sure that they are blessed today. I'm going to make sure that I show them how much I love them today. Hallelujah. Oh, shall we stop now? (laughs) That's getting hard already, God. Uh, What else am I to put on? Uh, Meekness. Uh, Meekness is the attitude of a person who is patient and slow to anger. Mm. One who refrains in control of himself remains in control of himself in the face of insults and injuries. That's what meekness is. Well, that, that ruled me out right there. Oh, Lord, Jesus. I've got to put on meekness. I've got to have an attitude that I don't get angry. Hmm. No matter what someone says, oh Lord Jesus, ah uh, help me, Lord, help me. Well, we do have the Holy Spirit. We can ask His help. Help me to put this on today, because I've got to go and face, uh, and I don't know if I can. Holy Spirit, huh? That's why you feel like huh, you're groaning. So you got to put on meekness. Okay, you, you want some more? <laughs> no, you don't. I know you don't. <laughs> Put on uh, long suffering. Oh, Lord. That means patient endurance. That means just not an occasion that I'm going to do it. I mean it's going to be forever. <laughs> it's going to be forever. It's not going to be just for today. It's going to be next day and, and the rest of my life. That's what I'm going to put on, that long suffering. Uh, I know things are not going to, but I'm going to endure this and I'm not going to get upset. I'm going to have a peaceful day in the Lord. All right. Uh, we need any more? Uh, how about bearing with one another? Uh, what does it mean bearing? i got to put up with <laughs> that's what it says. That's what the Greek is saying. I got to put up with. Whoa. Well, that's basically what it is sometimes, isn't it? Putting up with, and and I don't know if I want to do this, but I got to put up with. <laughs> All right. How well, about what? A, bearing with one another. Oh, no, let's skip that next one. Forgiving one another. Oh, show kindness unconditionally. Forgive me for the way I feel toward you. You're not going and asking them to forgive what they said. You're going, Lord, uh, listen, uh, Sam, forgive me for the way I've been feeling towards you. Mm. Why? Because see, that affects my life. That affects my life and hurt that person. It hurts me. So I've got to have a forgiving attitude in me. Oh, gosh. I'm getting tired already doing all this putting on and doing all this. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we've got a couple more verses here. I think we can manage them. Uh, then it's above all things put on love. Any questions there? What kind of love? Agape love. The same love that Jesus has for me and went to the cross for me, I'm to put on that kind of love for that individual, that person, that situation. i got to put that kind of love, i got to put it on. You know, I look at it this way. God, I want to love that person as You love them. Hmm. Mm. You see, that gets past my flesh and into my spirit. I'm going to love them as you love them today, Father. Well, this, 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 and one more now. I'm getting tired of this already. Yep. <laughs> Whew, wearing me out, all this i got to do. <laughs> uh, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the peace, I've got to let the peace of God rule in me so that I won't get upset today. So that I won't get angry today. So that I won't cause division today. So that I, I'm going to, I've got to let it rule. It's there. I've got to let it take over and rule. So I yield to you, peace of God, today. Rule in my flesh. Rule in my mind today. That's what I'm saying. Today, do this each day if necessary. Put it on. Let it happen. Because when you go out there in the world, you don't know what's going to happen. But if you've done this, you can face anything. There won't be division. There won't be contentions. There won't be disagreements in the flesh, that is. It may happen that way. But I can still be in ministry. Because why? I'm focused on Jesus. I'm focused on Him. So I encourage you today, go out and focus on Jesus and put on everything that He requires of you and your day will be much, much better than ever before. In Jesus' name, I pray for you. Amen and amen. All around me, I can see Jesus from the seed of Abraham.